At PurityCoaching.com, one of our best resources is a podcast series called Top Verses for Sexual Purity Podcast. This is a series where I picked Bible verses that focus on sexual purity or some aspect of recovery and reflected on them. There are 52 episodes, and each show is about 10 to 12 minutes long. It's a tremendous resource that will help you strengthen the spiritual part of your recovery. You can find all of our podcasts available through our podcast resource page on our website, puritycoaching.com. Each season is available for a small donation to our ministry. So I wanted the first top verse that we look at to be a big one, at least a big one in my life. And I thought about Ephesians 5.3. Ephesians 5.3 says this, But among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality, or of any kind of impurity, or of greed, because these things are improper for God's holy people. I think I was awakened to this verse in regards to my sexual addiction recovery when I read the book Every Man's Battle. This book is the theme verse for Every Man's Battle, and it's really become the theme verse for my own personal purity journey, kind of my mission statement verse. And I look at no hint of sexual immorality as the big goal for our sexual purity. There's a lot of other sins and worldly pursuits mentioned in this passage in Ephesians, but sexual immorality is the one that stands out the most. If you read this passage in Ephesians and go back to verse 1, Paul's call is for the Ephesians to live above the world. Don't be like them, don't imitate them, but instead imitate God. So let's zero in on that phrase, not even a hint. You know, sometimes I wish that it didn't say it like this. I would like to allow a hint every once in a while, and I'm sure you would too. We allow for it in our standards, but it doesn't have a place in God's standards. Our standards are usually just stopping the behavior, but God's got something different for us, and he's got something deeper. He wants us to be pure, period. No hint of sexual immorality. And then God expands it in this verse when he says, or any kind of impurity. I mean, he gets even broader here. There are impurities that we allow into our lives that are not necessarily sexual. And what God is really saying is don't be stained by the world. And he underlines it here by saying that the goal is to be God's holy people. Sexual immorality and any kind of impurity are improper for God's holy people. God wants us to be his holy people. So as I've wrestled with this verse in my sexual purity journey, I've had a couple of sincere questions to God. I think the first one was, God, is this even possible? And I think the answer is no, not with us, not even having a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity. It has to come from God. And he leads us in this direction and will provide for us. I think the problem that I had and many of us sexual strugglers have is that we really don't believe this scripture. We know it, but we don't believe it in our hearts because we don't think it's achievable. I mean, there must be some other understanding of this verse is the way we rationalize it. You know, just because we haven't had sustained victory in an area like masturbation or adultery or our lustful mind doesn't mean that it's not God's standard. Or it also it doesn't mean that it can't be done. I mean, can you think of other impossible things that God has helped you do? I can. And when it's framed like that, you know, I I know in my mind that nothing's impossible for God. So there must be a real faith component to this verse. 
And I think on a side note, we wish that sexual purity would come our way, instantaneous. What we really want in our sexual purity journey is magic. We want to go from struggling to not struggling at all. We want to go from having our sexual problems and our sexual bondage to not having that at all. And I think we expect God to wave his magic wand over us. It just doesn't happen that way. And I'm reminded in this verse of how much I need God to help me with my sexual purity. The other question I had as I wrestled with this verse is, God, why would you do this? It seems, God, like you're trying to be just a little bit cruel. I believe that I needed sex or sexual stimulation in order to be fulfilled. I mean, God, why can't I have just a little bit of sexual stimulation, just a little bit of sexual immorality? After all, I need it, don't I? And those were some of the lies that I believed. That was a lot of the self-deception that I had been in. And I really did feel an anger toward God that he was calling me to this higher standard. I didn't like it. I like my standards, and I like the things that I'm used to, and I like my drug of choice, and I like to be able to masturbate or to get sexually aroused by looking at women or looking at DVDs. But I think that God wanted to show me that real sexual freedom is found on His path and playing by His rules. I didn't realize it at the time, but I had never experienced healthy sexuality. And a lot of us think that we're healthy because we're sober. But getting healthy sexually takes a lot longer than that. We have to work toward the habit of leaning on the Lord for our sexuality. And I think that was my problem. There was just some more stuff that I had to surrender to the Lord. Surrendering my sexuality over to God. Let God be Lord of it. Have faith in Him. Trust Him. And let Him guide you, Jeff. So the main point of this verse for me today is that I need to know God's high standard for sexual purity and believe it and adopt it into my life. Let's recap a few recovery principles here. Number one, God calls us to the highest standard of sexual purity. Number two, sexual purity is impossible without God's power and the desire to be pure pushes us toward God. And number three, sexual purity goes against the flow. We're not going to be like the world and we're not going to be like our buddies anymore. It's all about being imitators of God and being God's holy people. I've got to say, guys, that I'm a little bit excited, nervous about this new season of Top Verses for Sexual Purity. This is a new type of podcast for me. With the Top Tips for Sexual Purity, I had a pretty detailed script. I would usually write out everything that I was going to say, and not so much this time. I've kind of done these in a way that I would normally do a Bible study or a, a teaching lesson. But I wanted the podcast and our interaction to feel more personal and more real. I'd like to hear your feedback about what you're learning in God's Word. The goal here is to get into God's Word and start reading and meditating on verses specific to sexual purity. You can follow along these verses with me if you want, and you can comment on them. But what else are you reading in God's Word? What other verses are important to you? I'd really like to hear that. Well, I hope today is a good day in your purity journey. Get into God's Word. Get God's Word into you. Stay strong, my friends, and go for purity.